Hello and welcome to the APW podcast series, a series in which we put the slide marked UK property into our microscope and offer up our eyeballs to the magnifying lens. Today we're peering at the FAQ cells. With me in the lab today are Callum Williamson from APW. Hi Paul, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. Okay, and we've also got special guest Dan Knott from Active Mortgages. Hi Dan. Hi there, thank you very much for having me on. That's a pleasure, um, and thank you for joining us. So, Callum, uh, what is today's frequently asked question? Okay, mortgages. We're talking about mortgages today. Um, we've done a couple of podcasts on this recently, but as you can imagine, it is something we are being asked about an awful lot at the moment, um, not surprisingly, with everything that's going going on and interest rates going up. So, um so yeah, mortgages and more specifically, you know, what's going on in the market and what should people be doing? Well, that's why we're very lucky to have with us today's expert, Dan. Um, tell us a bit about who you are and what you do. Yep, so I am an independent Hall of Market mortgage broker. I work with home buyers and homeowners nationally, helping them to secure mortgages and to finance their properties, whether that is residential or in the investment market. Okay. Well, the first question, what, what is going on in the mortgage market? Well, there's lots going on at the moment. It is a little bit of a crazy time at the moment, especially over the last couple of weeks. Over the last 12 months, the Bank of England base rate has continued to rise on consecutive occasions, and that has impacted the market. We've got another Bank of England meeting coming up on November the 3rd as well, and they're expected to rise again on that day. Yeah, exactly. So that is, you know, that is what we think is, is going to happen. We do believe in the immediate short term that rates will continue to rise. And lenders across the market, their rates are, unfortunately for many people, reflecting that. And therefore, mortgage borrowing is becoming more and more expensive at the moment. Okay. And what does that mean? Obviously, people are trying to, to rush through their applications. They're trying to, they're trying to get the deal at the current rate before it goes up. Uh, how's that been impacting you know, what you do and, and what you're seeing going on with, within banks and within your own work? Yeah, so on, you know, it's maybe too soon still um, over the last couple of weeks to see how that is really going to impact the market moving forward and um, how severely it will be impacted. However, on a day-to-day -day basis, conversations that I'm having with home buyers and with those looking to remortgage, these changes especially for home buyers, it may be making it unaffordable for some people. The properties that they could have afforded to buy, let's say 12 to 24 months ago, for some people, maybe they're not able to anymore. The rate rises that we've seen over the last 12 months, you know, they could be adding hundreds of pounds onto a monthly mortgage payment. Some people, you know, we can't, it's my job to help it to, to make it work for people. However, in some cases, those rate rises are simply a little bit too much. So we're seeing, Dan, you're talking about the kind of, you're, you're looking at it from a UK perspective. Uh, Callum, from the outside with the expat community and, and sort of specialist lenders abroad, is it the same? Are the, what's happening there? Is it as difficult? Yeah, it's a good question. That was something I wanted to uh, ask Dan, actually, is, you know, what are the sort of current rates you're getting in the UK for, for UK residents? Because it would be interesting to compare to sort of where we are now with the overseas market. But um yeah, look, people are, you know, 
I wouldn't say people are panicking, but they're just asking the question, you know, where are rates going to go to and how much am, am I going to have to pay? And I think, you know, what it means is that you just have to do your, um, your basics and your research, all of that sort of stuff uh, better. You know, you need to make sure you're getting a good yield that's going to cover any potential rate rises, all of that sort of stuff, rather than just sort of jumping in as you might have been able to do before and, and not have to worry about it too much. So, um, yeah, look, people are people are sort of um, are asking us about it in terms of the rates we're getting. I mean, as I say, it would be interesting to see how that, this compares to Dan, but I, I've got some rates here. I'll just get them up that I was sending out to clients Friday last week and we've got a a 5.24% uh, rate. Uh, we've got a two-year tracker at 4.7. Um, what else have we got? We've got a five-year fixed at 6.29, another one at 6.6. .6. So certainly higher than where we were, but not, um, you know, if you can get a five-year and fix it in now at 6%, it's still not not terrible, you know, if you're buying buying with a good yield. So um, that's where we are. Dan, what sort of rates are you getting in the UK? Yeah, so as I say, it looks completely different to 12 months ago. At the moment, you'd be doing very, very, very well to secure a rate below 5%. Even if you meet all relevant criteria, even with a low loan to value, it's very difficult to get a rate below 5%. Um, at the moment, it is looking for most people, 5 6%. Um, if, you're, if, if, the, if your circumstances then mean you don't meet certain areas of criteria, maybe adverse credit, then it starts getting particularly high um, after that, 7 8 9% potentially. But 5 to 6% at the moment um, for most people subject to meeting relevant criteria well what do you see happening you know going forwards uh, obviously if the bank of england uh, puts their rates up uh, how quickly does that come through to the mortgage market and where do you see mortgage rates heading over the next six months i mean i know it's hard to predict even what's happening in the next day and these days but um <laughs> that's a bit bold and and see you know where do we think things are going over the next six months yeah, so changes with the Bank of England base rate are reflected almost instantly in the market. Whenever there is a change, I get floods of emails from lenders telling me that their products are being removed um, and hopefully replaced in most occasions. Before this last 12 months, if a lender was changing a product, you may get at least a 48-hour notice period of that. These days, that's not the case, which makes it especially difficult to navigate. When the Bank of England base rate changes, a few hours later, those products could be removed. Okay, we do expect that if the if the bait race increases again, we expect the lenders' products to once again be reflected instantly. We we do anticipate that rates are going to continue to rise, um, in the in the sort of immediate short term, as we've mentioned, and yeah, it's going to make it difficult for a lot of people, and understandably, a lot of people are sort of worrying about this. And and where do you? Um, so where do you sort of see um, rates capping out at, you know, and then coming back down again? I mean, sort of research I've been doing and reading is, you know, perhaps end of 2023, early 2024, and then we'll start seeing rates come down again. Um, is that sort of, does that sort of tally with what you're, what you're reading in the UK or do you have a different opinion? No. So I, I would tend to agree. Obviously, the problem is that we don't know exactly what that ceiling is or when we will reach that ceiling exactly. However, a lot of the, the market experts are saying that they expect 
within 2024, rates to either come down or to settle as a minimum. Hopefully it's sooner rather than later, but 2024 seems to be the date that a lot of people are speaking about. That's uh, 2024 is when the the inflation rate finally is kind of squashed by these interest rate interest rate rises, and that will be when we see the interest rates coming down. With uh, I've got everything crossed here, fingers, uh, you know, legs, everything. So that's what we're hoping. Um, is the buy to let market slightly different to both of you? Because I mean, you're talking primarily about residential, but the buy to let market, how does that operate? And and is the are the rates the same? The rises immediate as well, or how does that how does that work? Yeah, so the, the buy to let market has been impacted in the same way. To be honest, interest rates are higher, and therefore for landlords, it's becoming more difficult. To, to mortgage a property in a way that they would like. The margins against that rental income are becoming slimmer. As well as that, a lot of lenders, well, some lenders have increased their stress testing significantly, which once again makes it more difficult to, to be able to, to mortgage a property in the buy-to-let market. Again, those changes are instant. Just to remind people, the stress testing is not, as you think, stress about worrying about your own finances and, and how it all works. It's the banks apply a stress test, which is that they add a couple of percent of interest rate, a couple of percent to the expected payments that you might have to make uh, just to check that your financials still work with what you're trying to buy even though it does have an impact on your own individual stress, Kellen. It does, yeah. You could be forgiven for thinking stress testing because it is a stressful thing to do. But um, yeah, and I think this is where it becomes important, right, to, um, you know, as I've sort of mentioned earlier, but it's where you've really, if you are buying a buy-to-let, so Dan, you know, that's what we sort of help people with overseas is, is getting buy-to-lets in the UK. So that's the sort of main area we help people with. And I guess, yeah, in times like this when rates are going up you just need to be more sort of um precise and specific i think with where you're buying you know you can't expect to buy in the southeast where you're going to get a yield of two or three percent and um you know be in a positive situation you've got to start looking at you know maybe a bit further north where you're from the northeast or the northwest where you're going to be able to get yeah where is that dan we were talking about it earlier but you should for the benefit of listeners uh, where are you based yeah, so I am actually based in the northeast, specifically Sunderland. I say I do work with with home buyers nationally, but I am myself. I work remotely in the northeast. Okay, so yeah, carry, carry on, Callum. I just thought we'd uh, give the listeners the benefit of that regional geography for those that don't know the accent. Um, but yeah, so you know, you've just got to sort of you know look at the the fundamentals right we always bang on about is the is the population infrastructure employment you know has it got all of those things and are you going to be able to get a yield that's high enough to ensure that you're still in positive cash flow over the next 12 24 months okay well dan what about what advice would you give to someone who's thinking of buying at the moment and then also possibly what uh, thinking of remortgaging cover off those topics yeah, so when, if you are looking to buy at the moment, it is more important than ever, I would say, um, to work with a broker. As the interest rates are rising, mortgages are becoming more expensive, it becomes more important to make sure that you are securing the best financial solution for you. 
because those pounds or tens of pounds or hundreds of pounds that you could be saving become more and more significant. Um, so yeah, I would obviously work with a whole of market broker who can identify and secure the best solution for you in terms of remortgaging. So if you are approaching the end of your current deal, um, it is important that you are aware that you can remortgage and secure your next deal six months prior to that, okay? The earlier you do it, the earlier you may be protecting against any future rate rises. A bit of a hot topic at the moment is whether or not you should remortgage even earlier than that um, and pay any early repayment charges to secure a current rate and to protect against any potential future rate rises. The answer as to whether or not that is the right decision for somebody boils down to their individual circumstances completely. What is their current rate? What would their options be now if they were to remortgage? What are the early repayment charges? And what is their appetite for risk? Um, the tipping point as to whether that is a good financial option for somebody to remortgage early and pay that fee will be different for everybody. But what you can do is speak to a whole of market broker who can complete those calculations for you and then you can at least make an advised decision based on your own circumstances and your own risk. Yeah, you've also got the cost as well. If you do remortgage, it's a good point that you can remortgage six months prior to a deal ending. And mortgage offers usually last for about six months. So that would be with the lender that you're already with or with another uh, with another bank. But there are costs involved, which are the valuation and the fees and, and stuff. What, what, what are those typically? Yeah, so if you were to, to, to remortgage to a different lender, then depending on if you decide to take if you if you use a product with free legals there may be solicitor costs okay exactly how much they will be will depend on your particular transaction and the solicitor who you work with as well as that when you do take a new product there may be fees attached to that as you mentioned there may be a valuation fee more often than not in the uk residential market they tend to be free okay um, not all of the time, but most of the time. And there could potentially be the lender's arrangement fees. So all of these things, you know, would form part of that calculation, weighing up what is the right decision for you and whether it is worth incurring those costs in order to secure your next rate for two, five or 10 years, whatever is the more suitable period for you. I think that's a sort of that what we were just talking about there that's a really important point you know every situation is totally different right i don't you know you, people come to us and ask what's going on what should i do well yeah everyone is totally different and as you said dan that's a really good point you know you need to look exactly at your situation and sort of lay over that what you're trying to achieve you know is it a pure buy to let as it as it is for most of our clients or is it as it is for your clients you know a home and so you know perhaps their biggest monthly expense you know so you need to look at your situation look at what you're trying to achieve and then make a, a decision based on that right you know for expats over here for example you know probably fixing fixing a rate for for five years is probably a pretty good idea and then reassessing it in two or three years if they if they want to remortgage again at that time and see if the rates are better then you know to fix or not to fix that's a separate question isn't it really yeah i mean i, I would certainly say personally definitely fix if you can i mean you know i wouldn't want to be going into the next 24 months without a fixed rate personally even if that rate is what we're getting for clients at the moment at six 
five to seven percent you know it's still not a bad rate compared to where we've been in the past and you know i think Stu's market rap recently i don't know when this is going out was talking about the 1980s and a return to then you know so we've still got pretty low rates in comparison to previous times in history and you can still make a buy to let work you know even when you're paying that you know interest rates of that so um yeah everyone's different but i would say fix what do you think dan I would completely agree, especially with a residential property. 99.9% of people, you don't want to be taking that risk with your family home, the roof over your children's head. Yes, the market may be more expensive than it has been for many years. Yes, it's not ideal. However, if you can't afford that monthly payment on the fix, then I would generally say you should be fixing in, have that budget certainty. You don't want to be risking, you know, in six months time. Then, you know, if you if you take a variable rate now and then look to fix in six months time, we don't know where rates will be. And do you want that risk? Do you want to play with your finances in that way? Probably not. There's maybe not an ideal solution or your dream solution. However, it's about securing the best solution, whatever that may be. Also, one other thing that uh, people can do is uh, they can do all the things that they can do for free, which is, is get their paperwork sorted. Um, what would you advise them to, to get ready? Yeah, so when you are working with, well, whether you are working with a broker or visiting the bank directly, um, it's important to be prepared, especially when the rates, these rate increases are, you know, the, the fairly common or they have been over the last 12 months and it looks like they will be moving forward. Get your documentation together. That would be things such as your latest three pay slips, latest three months bank statements, a credit report, identification, proof of address. These are all things that somebody like myself would need to be able to fully assess your circumstances, then allowing me to research the market and then advise you on what I believe is the best way for you to proceed. If you are looking to move quickly because you are fearful of rate rises, you don't want any delays because you, you haven't got you know your pay slips together, you haven't got access to your bank statements, whatever that may be. Um, it's really not worth it. Be prepared and put yourself in the best position to secure that next financial solution as quickly as possible if that's necessary. Well, that sounds like very good advice. And that's all we've got time for today. Any final thoughts from you, Callum? Any final thoughts? Final thoughts, I would just say, look, don't be, don't be sort of too scared or put off by what you're seeing in, in the markets at the moment, but do use it as an incentive to, to do a bit more research and to make sure you're buying correctly. Work with people that can help you do that, people such as Dan, experts in their field, you know, go and look at some of the content we're putting out there, which helps you make these decisions and, and make an informed decision rather than, you know, a, uh, a less informed decision. You know, it's important at the moment. Okay, well, uh, thank you very much uh, to you, Callum. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for having me. And uh, thanks, Dan, for your expert advice today. Thank you very much for having me on. I've enjoyed it. Uh, next week, we're going to be mooching around the market in October in our APW podcast series and seeing if we can make any sense of what's been going on. Until then, uh, it's goodbye from Dan and goodbye from Callum. And it's goodbye from me, Paul Shearer. Have a lovely day. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast series produced for APW by Emma Holton at Brilliant Audio. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe, hit like, share it with your friends. If you didn't, keep stum. You can find more episodes in all your usual podcast places.